Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Apple Podcasts. So Liam, obviously we are a show that discusses all things pop culture. So we, of course, love when we get tea. But we don't love it so much when things go way too far. Yeah, it becomes disturbing. Like, it's so funny. The line between having, like, a juicy, fun little tidbit and then something going too far, like, that line (laughs) is so thin in this industry. Oh, 100% agree. And, like, obviously it's fair to say that the royals are no stranger to paparazzi. And Tuesday night in New York, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle had a run-in with the Paps that has some, I gotta say, pretty scary parallels to a tragedy from the past. Yeah, and as details continue to come out, one thing is crystal clear, which is that, um, spoiler alert, nothing is clear. (laughs) Because here's the thing. Cops, the paparazzi, a spokesperson for Harry, a cab driver, and even the mayor of New York are all weighing in on what went down. And I gotta say, they all have very different versions of what they say happened. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the Instagram comments. We have to take those into serious account. Again, the experts, Brooke. We are now (laughs) calling them the experts. The experts. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Sifrin. And filling in for Arisha Skidmore-Williams, who's currently climbing Big Ben, and I don't mean the clock, Mm -hmm. I'm Liam Garrow. It's Thursday, May 18th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Well, you know, I think whether you were alive for it or not, we all remember the pretty horrific events that happened back in 1997 surrounding Princess Diana's death. You know, of course, a very young Prince Harry lost his mother as a result of a terrible car crash that was caused in large part because of the paparazzi. I mean, they chased her down with her boyfriend at the time, Dodi Fayed. They were driving through the streets of Paris and, you know, they were just like trying to get pictures of... Diana and, you know, Dodie and just like, obviously, you know, I don't think there was actually a more famous woman. No, my God. She was everywhere. Yeah. 100%. I think people kind of forget the magnitude uh, Mm -hmm. that she sort of, you know, held all over the world. I mean, they didn't call her the people's princess for nothing, you know? Oh, 
That's the damn truth, 100%. And, you know, Harry's been very transparent about how traumatic, you know, her death still has been for him. And he writes about it a lot in his book, Spare. Which Arisha read. Let's, we have to point that out since she's not here to do so herself. Oh, that's so true. You know what, sorry, I I forgot to say that our (laughs) Spare expert, Arisha Skidmore Williams, has famously read. Yeah. And now on Tuesday night in New York, something happened with Harry and his wife, Megan, and the paparazzi that really... I mean, I think it's kind of giving us all, like, Diana PTSD. Yeah, 100%. Richie's, get out your whiteboards, because there's a lot of info. Oh, my God. And I unfortunately can't repeat any of this. So, Harry and Meghan say they were in a chaotic car chase with a paparazzi that was near catastrophic. So, on Tuesday night, Meghan was honored at the Women of Vision event and then left the ceremony with Harry and her mom, Doria Ragland, to head to the Upper East Side. Now, they also had a security guard with them, Chris Sanchez, And according to a spokesperson for Harry and Meghan, the evening took a turn for the worst when they were involved in a car chase at the hands of highly aggressive paparazzi. That is a quote from them. Right. The spokesperson called it a relentless pursuit, uh, said it lasted over two hours, which is incredibly long for a car chase to last. Yes, it is. They also said the chase had multiple near collisions with pedestrians and other drivers on the road, including two NYPD officers. Now, their security guard said this to CNN. I have never seen, experienced anything like this. What we were dealing with was very chaotic. There were about a dozen vehicles, cars, scooters, and bicycles. The public were in jeopardy at several points. It could have been fatal. They were jumping curbs and red lights. At one point, they blocked the limousine carrying the couple and started taking pictures until we were able to get out. Sanchez also says that after the incident was over, Harry and Meghan were scared and exhausted, but they were ultimately relieved. Right. So this is, okay, so we've got our whiteboard out. We're pulling out our string. We're building out our story. I feel like I just talked for 45 minutes already. Well, this is our episode of Criminal Minds. Like, this is ultimately like, if you talk enough, I'll just cut you off, finish your sentence, and then boom, we'll have solved the case. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So this is what, you know, Team Harry and Meghan are claiming happened. Right. But now, a law enforcement official has chimed in and is painting, honestly, a very different picture of, you know, what they say happened. Yeah. I mean, if this could get any more confusing, it would be great. It's like (laughs) so many stories. So a spokesperson for the NYPD said, while there were numerous photographers that made their transport challenging, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex arrived at their destination and there were no reported collisions, summonses, injuries, or arrests. Uh Uh-huh. So apparently, after Harry and Meghan didn't have luck losing the paparazzi, they were escorted to a police station to kind of just lay low for a while before they eventually left in a cab. Right. Almost like, it seems like that was like their getaway vehicle. Like, we'll try and, like, throw them by getting in a cab. Right, right. Yeah. So according to reports, the taxi only made it about a block, and then they got stuck behind a garbage truck, and this apparently allowed the paparazzi to catch back up with them. And at this point, Harry and Meghan's security guard told the cab driver to go back to the same police station. Now, this is all the account from the taxi driver. Yes. (laughs) This is honestly so much. So convoluted. No, I feel you. I really feel you. It's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. So the NYPD spokesperson said they stayed at the police station while the police blocked traffic in the area. And then they left with a police escort and apparently no paparazzi trailing them. Okay. second time. All right. So the mayor of New York is also weighing in, Eric Adams. He held a press conference yesterday 
And he called what happened a bit reckless and irresponsible. And he added, it's clear that the press, the paparazzi, want to get the right shot, but public safety must always be at the forefront. But he did question, similar to us, Mm -hmm. one aspect of the story. I would find it hard to believe that there was a two-hour high-speed chase. That would be, I find it hard to believe, but we will find out the exact duration of it. But if it's uh, 10 minutes, a 10-minute chase is extremely dangerous in New York City. Yeah, I just, I mean, the two-hour car chase in New York. I mean, let's just think about, like, New York downtown. And how claustrophobic those streets are. Like, a, yes. a cha- I will say, when I read that it was a car chase, I was like, like, <laughs> I was like, in the Catskills? Like, where? I was like, outside of New York? Like, where? I know. Yeah, most people hear car chase and think high-speed pursuit, yes, you know? Yes, and it's not yes. necessarily that at all, so. Yeah, so it does sound now, like, everyone involved seems to have a very different take of how things played out. I think that's become yeah. abundantly clear. <laughs> yes. And just to make things especially more confusing for everyone listening at home. Great news. Uh Two more people are now speaking up and contradicting everything said by Team Harry and Meghan. Yeah, so a photographer who was allegedly on the scene told people that Harry and Meghan's story is sensational and went on to say, nobody got a ticket or arrested. I don't see how it was near catastrophic other than crazy hyperbole. Hmm. And yesterday, the driver of the cab that got stuck behind the garbage truck spoke to the Washington Post. Did it feel like the paparazzi were being aggressive? No, 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 no. They were behind us. I mean, they stayed on top of us. That was pretty much it. It was nothing more, you know. They kept their distance. There's just like journalists, just like everybody else trying to get pictures, make a quick buck. You didn't see any cars going over curbs or people banging on Oh, I didn't see that. No, no, no. No, that must have happened earlier if they were being chased before on like 57, like Mayor Adam was saying, but not with me. Yeah. But they did seem nervous to you. They did seem nervous. Yeah. Here's my thing about what this guy is saying. Okay, go ahead. Like, he's kind of downplaying it. You know, I, I get mm-hmm. that vibe from him. And mm-hmm. I gotta say, like, there's been a lot of, well, no one was arrested. No one was injured. There were no summonses, blah, blah, blah. Let's say I'm walking the streets of L.A. by myself. And some sure. random man is following me for blocks. That's scary. And let's say I make it to Ross or whoever I lost or whatever's going on. I may not have gotten injured. That guy may not have gotten arrested, but I'm probably still traumatized from it. Especially if I lost my mother at the hands of some strange man following her through the streets of L.A. Like, let's take into account the fact that Harry lost his mother this way. Yeah. And you can still feel traumatized and emotionally impacted by something, even if you weren't physically harmed or someone didn't go to prison over it. That's 100% true. Absolutely. Thank you so much. God, I just, listen, at the end of the day, Brooke, here's what you need to remember. Yes, I'm a co-host, but at the end of the day, I'm also here to validate your feelings. And that's like so major of me, actually. And honestly, that's probably more important than the Mm. co-hosting thing. I can do this show myself easily. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But I don't know. It's just, the whole thing's just very crazy. I don't know. It's It's very, it's a very textbook case of... He said, she said, cop said, cabby said, mayor said, pap said, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much that. It's one of those classics. And uh-huh. unfortunately, Arisha's not here to tell us the truth is in the middle. So I got to ask you, what do you make of the whole thing? Like, what? where do you stand on this? Brooke, <laughs> I'm channeling my inner Arisha. I have a glass okay. of cold milk in one mm, hand. Yummy. I've got a mic in the other. And I'm yep. here to tell you that, you know what? 
I just feel like, I don't know, the truth is somewhere in the middle. I don't know if you've heard <laughs> wow. that before. Wow. Interesting. Because here's really, here is my thing. Okay. Uh-huh. So there's been a lot of conflicting reports also, even just about like the timeline, right? Because they're mm-hmm. like, oh, a two-hour car chase. Right. To me, when I hear that, I think, okay, two hours on the road. But I don't know that's... that that's actually what took place. I think the whole thing back to front mm. took two hours. That's so I, very interesting. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I yes. think they were on the road. I think then they went to the precinct, the cab, back to the precinct, and then off to where they were going. I think the whole thing, all told, took two hours. Mm-hmm. I also think this could very well be a situation, this alludes to the point that you just brought up, that the accuracies potentially of what actually happened are being informed and potentially, obviously we don't know, but potentially being somewhat distorted by someone's emotional feeling about something. So right, yeah. when you are in the backseat of a car with the mother of your two children, her mother, as well as your security guard, and when you're being hounded by paparazzi, how could that not elicit such a strong, I don't know, PTSD response, trauma response, whatever you yeah. want to call it, given that, yeah. yeah, this kid lost his mother in a horribly gruesome way. Yeah. And it's, I think, totally, I don't know, it, to me anyway, it makes sense that if those are your feelings, that you might maybe in the throes of it have potentially a convoluted sense of what actually happened A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. even like the detail of, well, there were uh, pedestrians that had to like jump out of the way. It's like... <laughs> Jump out. Even that could be so up for interpretation. Like, did they jump out of the right. way? Did they skirt out of yeah. the way? Did they? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think this is a situation where a lot's kind of getting lost to interpretation. Yeah. But at the end of the day, my personal feeling is, I don't care who you are. I don't care what your job is. If your job is to get a, you know, a picture of somebody or not. Yeah. Maybe don't trail someone in a car, whether it's for ten minutes or two hours. And maybe, not to say that we we should be counting on the paparazzi to have a real moral compass here, but, like, maybe think about the person you're chasing and everything that they've gone through. Like, let's, let's maybe take 10 seconds and, as I said yesterday, grow up a little. <laughs> we find ourselves saying that too much, you know? Arguably, but still somehow, not enough. Yeah, well, listen, I would be remiss if I didn't mention there was a tweet from someone who lives in New York. You probably saw this because... Mm. Twitter's up your butthole daily. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly where I want it, but go on. Yeah, just straight into the butthole. So Mm -hmm. they were like, you know, I live in New York. The paparazzi in New York are never aggressive. And Mm. they, of course, now are floating the idea that this was set up by the royal family. And they, like, made parallels to Princess Diana. I was like, oh, my God, there is a theory for everything. Yeah. And so many people were like, yeah, I live here, too. I agree. I agree. And I was like, wow, okay. So I'm just mentioning that theory. Right. Well, and, you know, Harry famously can't even get royal protection when he's, you know, abroad back home in (laughs) England, right? So it's like, it is true. They could very well just be, unfortunately, very vulnerable targets. Yeah, 100%. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And filling in for Arisha Skidmore-Williams, I'm Liam Garrow. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. 
If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Be sure to follow us on socials at Brooke Ziffrin and at Liam Garrow. We love to connect with you. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this, perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.